Hi, welcome to Exploring the Illusion of Free Will. My name is George Ortega, and this is episode number 111, Why People Believe in Free Will. We're going to go over, you know, why exactly people believe in this, because it really doesn't make sense. Again, this is like the 111th episode we've devoted to explaining why. Um, my co-host, Anel, who I'm going to like refer to as my on-again, off-again co-host, because like, it's like he's here three weeks, and he's gone for three weeks, and here, whatever. He's not here, and he's not, wasn't here last week, isn't going to be here next week. He'll be here for the next three weeks after then, probably he'll be off again. Anyway, which is like, you know, I mean, like, when he's not, when he's not here, the shows are better in a certain sense, because he, I don't get interrupted. When he's not here, I can finish my sentences, you'll notice, when we're together. But on the other hand, like when he's here, the shows are more entertaining. You don't learn as much, but you have more fun. All right. So, um, so yeah, this show, this show is, um, I might as well do a commercial before I get into this. Um, We've got a meetup. You know, I started it on April 7th, I think, 2010 in Manhattan. It's called Exploring Illusion of Free Will. I mean, you know, you, you can join it. It's like the first Saturday of each month. Okay, and this this show shows here in White Plains every Thursday at 9 o'clock and every Wednesday at 7.30. Okay, then my co-host Anel, who lives in Manhattan, he produces our Manhattan show, which is called No Free Will, and it airs on uh, Manhattan's cable station, MNN, that um, I think just has an outreach of like 3 million people, which is like a lot more than some network stations, you know, across the country, you know, and in some rural areas, whatever. Um, and it's a call-in show. It's a live call-in show. So, like, that's on every, um, every Wednesday at 11 p.m., but we only tape live, like, every... In the winter, every three weeks or so, over the summer, every other week or so. But, like, what happens is when we're, when we're not taping live on that show, we present one of these shows. You know, it's called No Free Will. All right. And and um, Anel wrote a book, you know, called The Nonsense of Free Will. I wrote a book called Exploring Illusion of Free Will, which is the first 18 episodes of this show. It's free online. You can find it through the website. Okay, so anyway, we've been doing this, like, for, for a few years, and, like, the word's getting out. Okay, People are beginning to understand this. All right, on with the show. Um, why people believe in free will. Well, before we get into that, we just got to, you know, briefly define what we mean by free will. Free will is like, if we had a free will, we could decide whatever we wanted without anything that's not in our control, like our unconscious, um, like causality, whatever, from getting in the way. You know, because these things get in the way, we don't have free will. Free, if we had a free will, we'd be fundamentally morally responsible. You know, there's a difference between fundamental and pragmatic responsibility. We tend to hold ourselves responsible and uh, each other, but um, when we do that, understanding nobody has a free will, it's much more compassionate, much more intelligent. You know, we're not like we're not tr- seeking to punish people because they're bad people. We're not feeling guilty, you know, because we we're bad people. It's like you know, we understand that like when we do something wrong, punishment, threat of punishment, whatever, serves as a kind of deterrence, both for ourselves and others. But like, so, so basically, you know, what we're referring to is pragmatic moral responsibility. Ultimately, because we don't create, didn't create ourselves, because we don't have a free will, we're not fundamentally morally responsible. Maybe we could blame God. I don't know. Maybe, maybe God has fundamental moral responsibility. Maybe he doesn't. Who knows? But, but certainly we don't. Okay. Another way of defining free will, some philosophers say that we, if we could have done otherwise, we have free will. We couldn't have done otherwise because the only way we could have done otherwise would be if the universe 
evolve differently. And I, I don't have time to explain this on this show, but like basically that's a non-starter. We couldn't have done otherwise. And the other, another definition is Kant's and Hume's is they say we have free will when we, when we have the will we want. You know, in other words, if, if, why, if I can think and do what I want, I have a free will. That's an absurd definition of free will because we don't get to want what we want. In other words, our, our wants have causes and our wants come from our unconscious. So, you know, to think that Hume and Kant, who are supposed to be these really intelligent philosophers, got this so wrong, that, that'll, tell you, that'll tell you how per- pernicious, how insidious, how, how powerful this illusion of free will that's compelled on us by the universe is. All right. So that's why we... That's, these are the definitions of free will. Now, so why don't... Why do people believe we have a free will? The basic explanation is we don't have a choice in this. We have, if you believe that you have a free will, you have, you have to believe it. And, and this is the 111th show. You could watch maybe like 200 shows. I doubt, I doubt you could watch a, watch a thousand shows and still believe in free will. But, you know, basically, for people who believe in free will, the universe wants you to believe in free will. The universe apparently wants the entire world right now to believe in free will, just like it wanted us to believe that the earth was flat at a certain point. The earth want, wanted us to believe that everything is motionless. We're traveling around the sun at 67,000 miles per hour, okay? But, but it, we, you know, it's an illusion. You know, the, a, a motionless earth is a, an illusion. Also, the, the, the universe had us believe that the sun revolved around us. That's another illusion. We now know that we revolve around the sun. So the, the universe, Mother Nature, God, you know, likes to do this with us. You know, so like, so we don't, we, we think we have a free will because like the universe wants us. Now, you know, I have to say like right now we're going through a period where the universe apparently doesn't want us to believe we have a free will anymore. And that's why, you know, like I'm actually pioneering this. I'm like, I'm the person who's just moved this, you know, this um, topic from where it's languished in academia for centuries, you know, and I brought it out with my meetups, the book, the TV shows, I brought it up into the public. And it's like, you know, it's a, a Scientific American Mind had a, an article on this on the cover story. New Scientist magazine had a cover story all like within the last two, two years after I started my meetup and after I started the show and all. So anyway, so like, so again, like the universe is apparently thinking that, all right, maybe it's a good thing for them to not believe in free will. Why might that be a good thing? We've got climate change ahead of us for, like, the next several decades, all right? And, like, as things get more challenging, people are going to want to blame each other, blame whoever. And to the extent that we get this right, that we understand that, no, we're not responsible for climate change, we're not responsible for anything, we'll have to do whatever we have to do, but we'll be able to do it more intelligently, more directly without being distracted from blaming, you know, by blaming others and ourselves and all that for stuff that we absolutely had to do that wasn't in our, in our power. All right, so anyway, the first reason why people believe they have a free will is because, like, they have no choice. Okay. Um, some, people, some people say that, well, you know, I believe in free will because I experience my will as free. You know, I experience, you know, I, I experience and my thoughts are up to me, my choices are up to me. But no, you know, that's just like when you think about it, you might come up with that, it's a wrong conclusion. Because basically what happens is like you make a decision 
what, what you're experiencing is making a decision. Okay, that's all you're experiencing. You might be experiencing, all right, I made a decision to have um, a salad for lunch or something, right? Because I'm a vegan. Okay, so like I, I decided to have a salad for lunch because I'm a vegan, because I don't eat meat. In other words, you, we might say, but then, I, then I'd have to ask them, why am I vegan? Well, because I don't, you know, we, we, we torture animals. I don't like to torture animals. Why don't I like that? Because, like, you know, I think it's wrong. Why do I think it's So anyway, like, we could just, like, trace the causes back to any decision, and ultimately we don't know why, why we're doing stuff. And, and again, there's, a, there's other ways of explaining this, but basically the point here is that we don't really experience that we have a free will. We just, we experience thinking things and feeling things. And it's only when we come to question why, what's causing us to, to, to have these, you know, thoughts, decisions, feelings, that we wrongly conclude that we have a free will. You know, and, and another, well, yeah, okay. Um, for example, an example of this is like, you know, the Greeks, who are probably arguably the, the civilization, the culture that, that investigated philosophy most completely, you know, maybe, maybe today we investigate it more because we have more resources, but back then, I mean, historically, they didn't, they didn't have a term for will, they didn't have a term for free will, okay? So, so you know, basically, all right, the idea is like, people say you, we experience free will, but when you think about it, free will is something you actually learned. It's something that, um, that you learned from your parents, from, from church, you know, from, from, from elders. And the reason you learn it is because, like, you know, People need to hold you responsible. If you, if you did something wrong, well, why are you punish me? Because you did it of your own free will. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So yeah. The, so the 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 idea of free will actually didn't in the church. It didn't start until about the fifth century A.D. Um, you know, before that, it wasn't like part of church doctrine. So again, you've got a lot of time before, you know, you've got like the Old Testament goes back 2,000 years B.C., you know, or even um, further back. So basically, um, one of the, so yeah, one of the reasons we believe in free will is because of the church, because of religion, because like religion says, if you don't believe what this book says, what these prophets who lived a long time ago said, then you are in danger of, of spending the rest of, the ter- of eternity after you die in a place where you're going har- to suffer horribly for the rest of eternity. Okay, now, if you're like four or five years old and you hear this stuff from your parents, the people who you, you trust the most or from your minister or whatever, what do you know? And you're going you're gonna to say, well, all right, I better believe what they tell me that the church says or whatever. Otherwise, you know, so, so, so why do people believe in free will? Because people are afraid of going to hell. People are afraid that that's not the only thing they're afraid of, like with the beliefs, but that's one thing, okay? <laughs> all right. And that, that kind of makes sense, you know, like, you know, all right. Um, but, all right, more fundamentally, you know, because like a lot of time you could, you could explain to people why they don't have a free will, and people will get it. Like if you watched, if you watched my last show, it would be impossible not to get it pretty much. But people are going to continue to believe in free will because we don't like 
the fact that we're kind of like organic robots. We're biological robots. Nothing at all is up to us. We're completely hardwired, programmed like a computer. You know, our, our, our mind is like the hardware. Our thoughts are like the software. And it's programmed by God or by our unconscious, whatever. Again, we've done shows on this. So, like, you know, if we're, you know, if we're robots... We can't take credit for the good we do. You know, if we, if we ace a test, you know, we, we can't, you know, or if there's somebody we re- we're really attracted to, they think, we think they're a great person. You know, the thought that they're a great person or a very wonderful person, but they can't help to be <laughs> the way they are, that, that doesn't sit well with some people. They, they, you know, so just like people don't like to, um, to consider them ourselves robots or puppets, you know, Muppets, whatever. And another thing is, like, if we're all robots, if nothing is up to us, then you can't really blame other people or ourselves for anything. And people, like, sometimes we just, we want to blame something. You know, somebody goes, something goes wrong, we want to blame somebody. All right, so that's another reason why, why people, you know, believe in free will, why they want to. Another reason is related to this is, like, and this makes a lot of sense. You have to, like, you know, these are not, like, you know, um inconsequential trivial reasons they they do make sense but all right like basically a lot of the meaning we have in life we've conditioned we've been conditioned and trained and educated to have this as meaning is that like it's about self-growth it's about becoming more of a person becoming better it's about you know having purpose in our life we're going to be the best people we can be we're going to contribute to society we're going to raise a family we're going to do all these good things you know and that gives our life meaning so like to the extent that we understand we don't have free will you know <laughs> we're just we're here we're lucky if we do good things we're lucky we're fortunate we're, we're you know it's not up to us and so like that that meaning you know why are we here you ask that why are we here i mean like my my guess is like all right god let's say the universe is god right you've got the universe and the universe is like uni means one so it's one thing one reality so in god is one there's not two gods that's what monotheism is about so if you've got this one god all right just existing eternally you know after a few zillion quadrillion years you know what am I going to do? All right, so like, so I'm guessing into this because you know you can only guess. So God, I guess, figured, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to create this this planet, this universe, and then have it evolve into this planet where these human beings come into being, you know. And then, like, since I'm the only power in the universe, I can't give them a free will. They can't do whatever they want to do because I'm the only power. I'm the only power that exists. So what I'm going to do is remember like when you were kids and you played, if you were a girl, you played with dolls. If you were a, a, a kid, a boy, you played with soldiers. Or nowadays with video games, you know, with all this stuff. Well, with video games, they do what, you know, the, the machine wants. But like before that, if you were playing with soldiers or G.I. Joes or whatever, you're making them do everything. You're making them say everything. It's like you're God. So that's so that's how you know that's how everything is. So that's you know, again the, these little soldiers. There's no meaning that you know, if they had a, a mind, they're they're doing exactly what you make them do. So so yeah, that's the thing. You know, you got you know the the meaning that we have in life changes. Now, fortunately, we're hardwired. God makes us seek pleasure and avoid pain. He makes us also moral. In other words, we're hardwired to do what we think is right. Sometimes we do what's wrong and then later understand that it's um, 
No, sometimes we do what is wrong um, thinking it's right and then later realize that it's wrong, okay? But, but nonetheless, we're, we tend to... And because of this, so like, yeah, so nothing is up to us, but we're hardwired to seek pleasure and avoid pain, and that's good, because, like, if we're hardwired to seek pleasure, that means we have to do that. And, like, and if we're also hardwired to seek morality, you know, to be good, that's also good that we're hardwired that way. It makes us better. Now, all right, I can't understand, like, in terms of this, we... we torture animals i mean like 60 billion animals um cows pigs chickens goats sheep then you know rabbits then the laboratory animals the monkeys and all that you wouldn't believe how horrible it is i mean like we're supposed to be the most evolved you know generation on the planet because of this evolution we're supposedly getting more intelligent better but there has never been you know a cruelty this you know i mean it, it's difficult sometimes to compare treatment of animals to talk to um to people because you know like slavery was horrible and you know the world wars were horrible but but this is like this has gone gone on year after year 60 billion animals a year and the thing is it's not up to us all right you know the, the universe god is making us do this which is a good reason why why it's good to understand we don't have a free will we don't have to blame ourselves for this why does god do this i, I don't know it, it just makes no sense but um all right. And actually, you know, to the extent that we understand we don't have a free will, a lot of times we don't look at this stuff because it's so horrible. You know, in psychology, it's called denial. We'll deny it. Like, we're denying climate change. You know, the thought that, like, we've destroyed the the climate so much where future generations aren't going to have much of a, a chance, whatever, we can't accept that. And again, if we attribute it to ourselves with the free will thing, we're going to feel really bad. And that's that. That's that. My guess is part of, of a huge part of the denial. We can't admit, face it, because we have this belief in free will. If we didn't believe we had free will, then we could say, "All right, fine. It wasn't our fault, but we've got to do whatever we we, we could face it directly." Okay. All right. So. All right. So why do people believe in God? I mean, <laughs> in free will, because um, we have this conception that God is all good. I mean that. To believe that God is all good is a wonderful belief to have, you know? So, like, what happens is if, if we didn't believe in free will, we'd have to acknowledge to ourselves, well, either God is not all good, and I refuse to do that. I like to believe that God is all good. Or, and this makes a bit less sense, God makes mistakes. In other words, like, the term, the word sin in its Hebrew form, the, the original, it means missing the mark, as if you're, like, shooting an arrow and you miss the, the target, okay? So it's missing the mark. So my guess is that I don't want to see God as evil, but he obviously clearly made a mistake, not just with this having us believe in free will, but with this whole pain thing, okay? If he would have created us, you know, to, to just be completely blissed out, you know, every moment of the day, whether we believed that we had a free will or not, this would be inconsequential. Who would care, okay? But it's, it's his having created pain that, you know, because, like, the belief in free will creates problems. It creates a lot of unnecessary blame. I should go through this on, in the shows. I've got I to remember to do this, like, in the beginning of the shows. You know, to when, when we believe we have a free will, we'll blame ourselves and others. We'll feel guilty for things. We'll feel boastful, prideful when we do good, and we'll, we'll envy people. Just, you know, if we didn't have this belief in free will, our civilization, our lives would go so much more smoothly. I mean, it would be amazing. And it's going to happen, I would think. Okay.
So why do people believe in free will? It's habit. We've been conditioned this way. You know, we've been taught from a very early age that, yeah, of course we have free will. Of course, you know, we don't question it. And, like, once you've had, like, a belief indoctrinated into you, because basically that's what it is. It's conditioned. It's like, you know, you have no choice. You know, if you're living in this society where, you know, education, um, religion, law, everything um, just tells you you have free will, you're going to, unless you've got a pretty strong mind, you're going to believe it. So, like, what happens is, like, if you have this kind of belief for years and somebody tells you, gives you like this show, like my meetups, conclusive, irrefutable evidence that you don't have free will, that creates what in psychology is known as cognitive dissonance. It's an uncomfortable feeling, like you have a held belief from the past, all of a sudden you've got this evidence that says the belief is wrong. It creates this tension, okay, so you're going to try to resolve the tension. You're going to like say, well, well, no, you know, like who is this guy telling me that I don't have free will? What does he know? Or, you know... What he, said, what he says sounds kind of right, but I feel like I have a free will. You'll make up reasons. You'll make up rationalizations. Anything to reduce the cognitive dissonance. Now, if after a while, and this is like the hope of the show and all that, after a while, for people, you know, they're saying to themselves, no, I don't know what I'm talking about. No, you know, like, we absolutely do have free will. After hearing why we don't for a certain amount of time, then that dissonance, also with time, you know, it helps it. The dissonance lessens and lessens until and, and so, finally you can accept that we don't have free will. There's a guy in my meetup. I've done about 40 events in Manhattan. We have a meetup every first Saturday of each month in um, Madison Avenue, um, 55th, 56th Street. And so, like, this guy comes to almost all of the meetups, monthly meetups. And for a long time, he... Um, he understood the logic of why didn't, we didn't have free will, but he refused to give up the belief. Finally, about a few months ago, he said, all right, I get it. I believe it. And you know why he finally believes it? Because I, I think we explained to him how it's in his interest, in his better interest, to understand that free will is an illusion. Okay? Because, like, you know, we're programmed to, to kind of, like, believe our best interest. All right. Why do people believe in free will? Peer pressure. Peer pressure. If, like... You know, half of Americans believe in Adam and Eve over evolution. They believe that the first woman was ripped out of the, the you know, the, the stomach or, the, you know, came from the rib of Adam. You know, they believe, you know, they believe that, that these guys talk to servants. So, like, you've got, like, 50% of Americans have very strong religious beliefs. And so, like, if you're living in a society where, like, you have certain beliefs like free will, free will is a fundamental religious belief. It, it justifies priests and ministers and rabbis threatening people with hell. You know, because if, if people understood, if everyone understood there was no free will, there would be no logical, just reason for anyone going to hell. Because, you know, that would be absurd to, like, punish somebody eternally for something that they have, had absolutely no choice but to do. But anyway, so you've got everybody that believes in this and like you know you got to be a pretty independent person you got to like say to yourself well you know i don't care what people think you know i believe in truth i believe in reality i believe in sanity because let me tell you something the the first fundamental fact of human existence is we exist the second fundamental fact is we do things so for us for collectively as a world as a humanity to get the second fundamental fact of human existence completely wrong, thinking we have a free will and we don't, that's insane. 
<laughs> that is very, very insane. So anyway, you, to, to overcome that, you really have to be independent. You have to like, you know, you know, you, you go along with others, you know, in social norms and stuff. But in terms of like, you know, reason and stuff, no, you, you, you gotta, you gotta go raise, raise yourself above the, um, the popular misunderstanding of, of stuff. Okay. Um, all right. So yeah, we're running out of time. It's like, got about three minutes. And again, um, why do people believe in free will? We have no choice. We have to believe we have free will. Actually, that's a, um, there's a Jewish writer. Um, I can't remember his name, but, but he says that. He says, um, of course, uh, I, I have a free will. I, I have no choice but believe I have free will. Something like that. But anyway, um, it's not up to us. Like, if you believe in free will, you're conditioned to believe in free will. You haven't thought it out enough to, 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 to overcome the belief. The reason you haven't thought it out enough is is not up to you. Whatever reasons there are, you didn't. You know, it's like your conditioning. It's your your genetics. It's your your level of intelligence. Your experience. Your learning. All this stuff makes you who you are. And like for me, for whatever reason, you know, it made me like I didn't decide to not believe in free will. I didn't decide to like you know understand this and do the show on it and stuff. Nothing that I'm doing is up to me. All right. So, so again, with you, it's a, with everyone. People believe that we have a free will because they have no choice but to believe it, and. You know, it's just very fortunate that um, the universe, because clearly, um, I should I should bring this some sometime. Before there, before 2010, there were very few articles in mainstream magazines on this. Between 2010 and, and 2012, there are at least three dozen. Again, including um, a cover story in Scientific Ma- Magazine Mind and a cover story um, by the magazine New Scientist, the weekly um, British science magazine. These are cover stories. So, like, again, before this, so, like, so basically the universe is saying, all right, you know, I had you believe, once I had you believe the world was flat, now you understand it's an orb. Once I had you believe that we had, you had a free will, now I want you to understand you don't. So, like, we're, we're coming to this new understanding because we're made to. It's not our choice. We're not freely willing to understand this. And the hope is that as we begin to understand, as we understand that nobody has a free will, we're going to be so much more compassionate toward each other. We're going to be like more compassionate to ourselves. We'll stop wasting so much energy being angry at people, being angry at ourselves. You know, just like the free will belief creates so much contention, so much hostility, so much unnecessary aggression that if we were to do without it, and hopefully, you know, this will happen soon, the world is going to be much, much kinder much happier much better you know because like again with with the free will belief we're like all right i've run out of time got 20 seconds so this is why people believe in free will there may be other reasons it's not a conclusive list but i hope you understand it and um all right check us out every every wednesday um uh, 7 30 on wednesdays all right uh, nine o'clock on thursdays thanks for watching bye